Well, hello and welcome back to Noah's Window. As we wrap up the week this week, um, I was drawn to Psalm chapter 55, and we were just discussing the occasion possibly of this psalm. And there's, again, there's a whole lot here. There's many passages where we could just camp out, but one that just really captured my imagination was jumping in in verse, oh, let's jump in um, in verse 10, because he's talking about um, a city that's, that um, is in opposition to him. He said, its walls are patrolled day and night against invaders, but the real danger is wickedness within the city. Mm-hmm. Everything is falling apart, and he goes on to say, threats and cheating are rampant in the streets. Yeah. So they're they're patrolling the walls because they're trying to protect from enemies from without. But David's saying, but the real enemies are within. Well, that's a great that's a great song for our time. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've always loved music, and one one of the things I really get intrigued by is what's going on in a songwriter's life that causes them mm-hmm. to write a song. Write song. Mm-hmm. Um, and even in famous songs in here in our own music, uh, typically there there's. If, if there's a powerful song, there's usually a story going on mm-hmm. in the songwriter's life. Well, you have 150 songs. Most of them are written by David. And oftentimes, there's something going on in David's life that s- inspires him to write a song. Uh, there are times we know. And right. there are times we don't know for sure, but we're pretty sure. And mm-hmm. that's what this psalm is about. Uh, I think, if, and, and again, I can't prove this, but it sure fits. I think this song is most likely written when Absalom, his son, has taken over the kingdom Mm -hmm. and David is having to take the army that has attached to him and run away. It's not that David can't win. He doesn't want to fight against his own people, and most of all, he doesn't want to fight against his own son. Mm -hmm. So he's in a really difficult spot. You know, it's interesting. We talked earlier about David's sin back when we talked about Psalm 51, and we said that he got close to God again, but there were consequences Mm -hmm. to his action. Mm -hmm. And this is one of those consequences. Mm -hmm. So there was this season where David uh, was, well, there was a civil war. His own son launched a civil war against him. Reading on in this psalm, he's going to talk about a friend who had worshiped with him, who had been his best friend, but now had turned on him and it became his enemy. And we think that person was Ahithophel, which that's interesting too. Mm-hmm. Ahithophel was Bathsheba's grandfather. So it might explain why somebody who had been his good friend now turned on him. But anyway, David is is looking at Jerusalem, most likely. It's his, it's his own city. Mm-hmm. This is his own country, even though he's having to run away with his army to keep from fighting. And I'm sure that David would have thought, well, I got to think about how my army matches up against that army. But then he looked at his own city and said, the real problem is with them. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. real problem is not how they're fortified. The real problem is what's in the hearts of people that could cause them to rebel. And, and by rebelling against David, they were actually rebelling against God. And so I, I think it's really interesting that David said, if an outsider was looking at this, he might look at that army versus mm-hmm. this army. But David was saying the real problem is what's in people's hearts. And, and I think, Marilyn, I see that, and I, I'd be curious to get your take on that. I see that when I look at our own nation. You know, mm-hmm. people say, well, the, the problem is the economy, or the problem is the political class, or the problem is, you know, social media. All those things are problems, there's no doubt about it, but the real problem is what's in people's hearts. hearts. It's in the heart, yeah. Okay, here's what I want to get your take on, especially. Mm-hmm. If people don't know what the real problem is, they won't seek the real solution. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. You're chasing down the wrong symptoms to get a solution that's not going to work because you don't know what the core problem is. Do you feel that when you look at our nation today? Absolutely. And and you know what? Who who outside of Christian leaders are even going to point there? You're not going to hear on the news. We need to get our hearts right with God. Not not Christian leaders that. saying that very much <laughs> right true. now, you know. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's interesting that the two things that David lists too are threats and cheating. Mm. Isn't that interesting, those two things? I think we, we definitely in our culture experience threats all the oh, time. My. Intimidation is, is one of Satan's favorite tools. You know, I, I, there's a, uh, a congresswoman in Missouri who's running for Senate, and all she said was women's sports are for women. And, and not, not men pretending to be women. And Twitter canceled her mm-hmm. for, you know, for saying that. And you're like... Is that really that egregious? But it's a threat. It's, it's a, a way threat. Of threatening something. You so know, how you dare you say well, this? Yeah. yeah. And, and so we're all living under threats. And then the cheating part—that is such a. You know. You know why we have such burdensome laws and rules? It's really, I think, it goes first to the true. to the heart of the greed in the heart of men. And so because of that greed, then there's an overreaction of more laws, more rules to not let you do that. So when we're in our in our depravity that greed, the the cheating, and uh, that's just part of our culture, too. You know what? In our culture, if you can cheat, if you can get away with it, they'll celebrate you. Yeah, yeah. It's only if you get caught. Yeah. And then they'll then they'll just <laughs> cancel you if yeah. you get caught. If you get, here's the thing: we we celebrate cheating, whether it's uh, on in relationships. I mean, here's the thing, and I'm go off on a rabbit here, but a rabbit trail, but. Um, it is common in our culture, not just in the larger culture, but in the Christian culture. Sex outside of marriage is not a big deal. Mm-hmm. But you know what? If if someone will cheat with you, they will cheat on you. But, oh the, but the bigger thing I'm trying to figure out is how can you cheat when you're already outside the lines? It would be like, you know, coloring within the lines, but you're already scribbling all over the page. Who knows? I mean, yeah. where are the lines? You, well, I think that's where we them. are today. I mean, people don't even, I mean, they're so far away from what God has said. That, and that we see this in the prophets. You know, God said, you don't know how to get back home anymore. Right. You know? Completely lost your way. Yeah. Well, and like you said, really the problem or in our, the problem that causes our, what's a threat really is uh, our own heart. Well, and it just it, it just causes all of us, even those who desire to follow God, to ask ourselves, do we know what the real problems are? Mm-hmm. You know, are are we getting are, are we getting um, distracted by what appears to be the problem? I mean, I'm sure doctors deal with this every day, where someone go, goes in and presents symptoms and feels like the symptom is the problem. The doctor's like, no, there's an underlying cause here. This got to be dealt with. And you know what? I think the really good news is in this talk today is. You and I, we can't fix what's going on in Europe. We can't yeah. fix what's going on in Washington, D.C. But you know what? If the real problem is within, yeah. we can go to God and get that fixed. That's true. So, you know, that's the good news. Uh, we can't solve the world's problems, but we can get our heart right with God because he's offered us a way to do well, You that. know, you've always encouraged me to get a hobby because mm-hmm. I, I work all the time. And so I've tried a few times to get golf lessons. I'm no good at golf. But, you know, uh, I've, I've worked with golf instructors uh, a few times, and, and I remember one of the best golf instructors I've ever worked with said, okay, there are going to be times when your ball's going to go 250 yards from here, but all you can control is in a 36-inch box. Right. He right. said, you know, all you can control is your swing. Mm-hmm. All you can control is what happens inside this 36-inch box. Now, what you, what you do here is going to determine what's going to mm-hmm. happen 250 mm-hmm. yards down 
hopefully the fairway. And I think it's true in our own Christian life. I mean, there are so many things we want to control 250 yards away can, when all we can do is control mm -hmm. what's in this 36-inch box. But within that little 36-inch box, within our hearts, our relationship with God is with the God of the universe who has more power oh, yeah. than any any opposition we could face, any problem that we're facing. Our God is a powerful God. It's good that our God is within a, is in our box with us. <laughs> yes, yes, He's right there with us. So I, to me, that's just really good news. And you know what? Let's not stress about what we can't fix yeah. and trust God with those things. But let's do look inside our own hearts and um, and sort out what that problem is in our relationship with God because that that is something we do have the power to address. Okay. Uh, before we close out, Mark, would you lead us in a word of prayer? Father, we are so thankful that you love us and you're patient with us. And God, so many times in my life, I have been upset about problems when in reality, I didn't know what the real problem was, or at least I wasn't admitting it. And so often it's in my own heart. So may we take the scriptures to heart today, all of us, and look at our own lives to know what the real problem is. And then, Father, I pray for our nation. I pray for our families. Oh, God, we pray that you will help us to focus on what's wrong truly so that we can seek you and discover healing and rightness. We ask for grace. We ask for your peace and strength in these difficult times. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, I hope that encourages you. So we're going into the weekend, and we're on Friday, so let's talk a little bit about the weekend. Well, we're really excited this weekend to have uh, Pastor Johnny Hunt with mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. Even though we're taping this in the basement Friday, we should be in Charlotte, North Carolina, where I'm speaking at a conference for, it's a national conference for Christian leaders. And the ironic, ironic thing is tonight at, uh, in the service, I'm speaking and Johnny's speaking. Mm -hmm. So we're hoping to get home, <laughs> yeah. uh, but we're, we're, we're all coming home tomorrow morning. Uh, Johnny's going to, God willing, speak uh, all this weekend. And we love every time Johnny Hunt, you know, he's my closest friend in the ministry. And uh, he and Jan will be with us this weekend. And then next weekend after that, we start the Clash of Dynasties 3 series. So I'm looking forward to that too. So much to look forward to. Well, I hope you have a wonderful weekend. I hope we see you at New Spring. If you can't be on campus, I hope we'll hear from you online and you can join us online. And uh, thank you for being with us here on Noah's Window. We'll look forward to seeing you next week. Well, God bless. We'll see you soon.